Welcome to City in Snow. This is a modified Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition Let's Play podcast. I'm Lizzie. I use she, her pronouns. And uh, I'm the Dungeon Master, and today I'm here for the drama. Hi, I'm Izzy. I play Yor, a Tiefling Paladin. We both use they-them pronouns. And last time they laid all their hands, or they handed all their lays. Um... <laughs> <laughs> That's what I got. Oh. oh. <laughs> I didn't Which expect that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Lay's potato chips, anyone? Yours. Yeah, got them. Wait, we gotta have a brand deal first. No free ads. <laughs> I'm Anna. I play Ilivara, the deep elf hermetic red blade. And last time she was handed some lays. <laughs> the ones that you just put away. Hi, my name is Miranda. I use they, them, or he, him. I play six, uh, the tabaxi sorcerer. And last time, he um, summoned up the maturity to aid his rival. Hi, I'm Lane. I play Hannah Muffwatcher, the half-elf fighter. We both use she, her. And last time... Her blood started fucking boiling. <laughs> and it's about to get unleashed. Woo! Unleash that blood! Unleash that <laughs> boiling blood! Usually that's Ilivara's thing, but not today. <clears throat> I feel like I should have started like a guitar riff there. <laughs> Last time on Simeon Snow, we returned to the city of Elthana's Sand after a harrowing battle with enemies old and new. The party survived and split ways once they got back to the city. Ilavar is making her way through the streets of Elthana's stand this morning, towards the plaza where the great statue of Elthana stands. How are you feeling? I'm regretting that you didn't say you're making my way downtown. I am so regretting that too. <laughs> are you homebound? I mean, yeah. As faces pass. There. We did it. Mm hmm We did it. Yeah. Making your now way we're downtown. gonna get a, a cease and desist or DCMA. Well, I didn't sing the important part, so That's true. Well, well it'll slide. So uh it is about mid morning. There are a bunch of people on the road walking by. Um and are you looking for anything as you go towards the plaza? What what's your plan today? Um, so I am, I'm walking, I'm, I'm feeling alert. So I, I am paying attention to the surroundings, but very clearly making my way downtown to the statue of Elthana. Um, I just really, so I'm, yeah, I'm just like beelining there pretty much need to have some me time. Yeah, uh, as you get to the plaza, there are a bunch of food uh, carts, food carts set up with various different street foods from around the city. Be gone, food carts. Don't distract me. <laughs> you wipe them away like Moses parting the Red Sea. <laughs> uh, yeah, and at the base of the statue is, uh, I believe it's called a plinth. There are a number of stalls set up. Uh, various knickknacks. Some are catering towards uh, tourists who are coming through, and some are just uh, local craftspeople 
setting up and selling their wares in town. Uh, but how? if you uh, walk around, you're, you'll be able to find a few places at the base of the statue where you could sit down if you like. Are there literally stalls like around her statue? Yeah. Oh my god, what a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. This is a holy sight, fools. <laughs> it's a I piece guess it's of not. the city. I guess. I guess this is what she would have wanted. People thriving. <laughs> yeah. That's true. The city is thriving around, so. Well, then, in that case, yeah, I'll just find whatever privacy I can, which is probably none. Um, but not it, enough space that I could put my hand to the base of the statue. Mm-hmm. And... I it's snowing still, right? So there's probably snow on the ground. Oh yeah, there's it, it gets pushed away during the day, usually like into the river, especially since there's so many carts around and pedestrians around. But there are bits of snow everywhere and ice. Well, it's freezing. Uh, oh, cool. Then I will, uh, I, like just slowly get to my knees. Um, get into a, a meditative position, um, take my hands off the statue and just rest them in my lap mm-hmm. and try and use this statue to connect with Elthana. And I'll say out loud, Elthana, your blood runs in my veins. Your enemies continue on. I need your strength and wisdom to send them back once they came. I'll take a deep breath and just feel that connection and get into a meditative trance and just reflect on Elthana's accomplishments, my mother's accomplishments, her mother's mother, remembering how lost I've felt recently. Now I have purpose. As you breathe deeply and you hear the sounds of this bustling city around you in your little alcove at the base of the statue. You want to buy a hot dog? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yes. <laughs> sausage roll. Sausage roll. <laughs> Look, I'm someone who very much appreciates white noise, but to be fair, the white noise of this area is, you know, people hawking. Yeah, I'm t- I'm doing my best to tune it out. <sighs> yeah, uh, or be one with it. Mm. Let it overcome me and become me. Yes, be the shop stalls. I am the shop stalls. As Ilivar is breathing deeply, uh, you you realize something's coming at you real fast. You open your eyes and you're able to bat away quickly, reflexively, uh, uh, like a, a ball that some children were playing with that hit against the wall and you move back against it. And as you move back, you feel part of the wall behind you give purchase. Some part moves. It moves at your touch. Oh. Damn kids. <laughs> anyway, I I just watch them as they come and retrieve their ball and scamper off again. And then I'll turn around and look at it. 
carefully. I'm not going to push mm-hmm. it on it just yet. I just want to look and see what I what I'd broken. Elthada, no. There is a small section. It's not broken, but it's also not iced over. And that couldn't, you haven't been here that long. But you notice that this section is pushed in a little bit. This specific stone. Uh... And as you as you touch it to just see what's going on there, you push it in a little bit more. I'll push it as far as it can go, I guess. So, Ilvara, you take just one look over your shoulder, and no one's really paying attention to you. Everyone's busy uh, enjoying this morning as you push the stones in and go through a little doorway into the space of the statue. What... And there's a staircase, and there are lights all the way up that are already lit. Do they appear to be magical? Yes. Yeah, I think I've mentioned uh, weird lights before. Um, In the city, instead of, like, fire lanterns at night, they use weird lights. Okay. Cool. I am unsure... But I am taking this as a sign from Elthana, and I will follow her lead. So I will go in, and I guess, like on the other side, figure out how to close it. It closes behind you. Oh shit! Okay. The lights. So I turn are... around, and it's just like yeah. kachung. <laughs> no, well. <laughs> That would be scary. Okay, different <laughs> feel then. <laughs> different out of IP, not a kachung. Just okay. A... <laughs> As it settles back into place, stone against stone, grating a little bit, but not not in an uncomfortable way. Okay. In a way that it was supposed, it was meant to be that way, right? And you head up, and the the weir lights are dim, and they're I I want to say they're even red, just they're they're comfortable. Okay. Not like a creepy red. Like <laughs> like a like a fireplace in an inn yes. in the snow. Got it. Like a slow orange red. Yeah. Maybe even a little bit purpley uh, as you head up the stairs. Yep. I'm How far are you going to go? I'm gonna follow it all the way. Um but I am gonna be cautious, so I'm gonna okay. be listening and watching the steps as I'm going um, just in case Uh, give me a perception check please that's a 19 ooh very nice so with a 19 uh, you specifically only hear your steps slowly echo around the spiral staircase Um, and you can tell with your, your basic sense of direction that this isn't some sort of like extra planar situation. This is you're still well within the bounds of being within the statue. So it's okay. not it's not like a thousand steps up. But it's still your you know, it's a Lavara. She takes things carefully and with a measured step heads up. And as you get a little bit closer and higher, there's a little bit more light. 
above you and you can hear the soft sounds of someone setting a fire. Someone's uh, tending to and stirring a cauldron over a fire. Hmm. Suspicious. I'm gonna stealth the rest of the way up then. Okay. Give me a stealth check. 23. Ooh, beautiful. Who the fuck is cooking in my ancestor? (laughs) (laughs) Whom the fuck would do such a thing? And as you slowly head up, um, you smell a very familiar stew. Something that you haven't... It's been a while because this is something that's typically like a deep elf specialty. I don't like that. This is too eerie. Illavard is more prone to distrust, so Mm -hmm. we'll see. I will peek around the corner... Once I get to the top of the stairs. At the top of the stairs is an elderly woman with gray skin. She's sitting on a plain wooden chair at the top on a landing. And she's surrounded by weir lights. And every so often she'll take one from the air in front of her, polish it with a cloth in her hand, take off all the dust and put it back into the sky. And at her feet is a pot with a bonfire and a stew that she will, between little weir lights, uh, stir. And she's here, she has her back to you while she's stirring and does not see you. I'm watching her for a second, trying to understand what is going on, but there's, I have no idea. So I'll take an audible step up to let her know I'm there and enter the room. Her drooping ears perk up as she turns to you and says, Oh, my child, what brings you here today? Who are you? She stands slowly and smiles at you warmly and says, and looks, just looks around at the Weirlight's gestures to them and says, I'm a caretaker. What is this place? If you've opened it, I believe it might be your birthright. Just looking very confused, but then realize that I'm being rude. She doesn't necessarily have to be an enemy. Um, so I will offer um, the whatever the local custom greeting is, maybe a like a bow or something. My name is Ilivara. I am one of Elthana's line, yes. Uh, she returns the greeting. She sits down and smiles and takes another weird light out of the sky to brings, draws it closer, sits down and starts polishing it to a shine again, says, I know. I know. Would you join me for supper? Suspicious, but nod. Is there a place for me to sit, or should I, like, sit on the floor? Asking out of character. As you were looking at her, you didn't notice that there is a second chair there. There is one now, at least, across from her. Okay. I'll cautiously, without taking my eyes off of her, take a seat. (laughs) 
feel a little uncomfortable at the sound the chair makes because it seems like it's pretty it's quiet. Old. Yeah. Like and the it's chair old. is old and creaks. Cool. Yeah, totally not a problem or uncomfortable at all. Definitely a very okay thing. She looks you up and down and says, Child, you look like you've been through a lot. It has been harrowing, yes. And remains so strong throughout. We'll look at the fire, or the, not the fire. Well, I guess there is a fire, but yeah. <laughs> look at the stew. Uh, finding it hard to look at her for a long period of time. She goes to serve you a bowl of stew. And as she uh, hands it over, do you, do you take it? If I know anything about fey and witches, I shouldn't. But I will. That's fair. Thank you. You are very welcome. It smells like home. Uh, she winks at you, which I'm sure is very uncomfortable to Florence's. As it must. I'll just cup it in both of my hands. Are you also a descendant? You can say that. I look back at the soup. Tell me how delicious it looks as I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It, it contains a couple of ingredients that you're sure are very difficult to get in this town because you've tried, right? A few, like, specific species of mushroom where you're like, well, they tried, but they can't really grow these at this part of Tor. Right. Are these black rock mushrooms? My so God. <laughs> My God. <laughs> yeah uh i will take a bite then i i hope that she gave me a spoon yes yeah or chopsticks or you know whatever utensil is mm -hmm. appropriate and i will take a bite yeah it it tastes like it's it's not just wonderful it's no it's it's perfect it's the perfect version of this it's exactly how you know it's supposed to taste. And you knew it even before you tasted it, right? You knew it just by the smell. You knew exactly what this was and when it is and where it is. I mean, this is, I, I don't know if Ilavara cooks, but if she did, this is, you know, what she would try to make, right? This is the ultimate comfort food. It totally takes me back to being at home with my mother, cooking it for our family. Mm -hmm. And before everything, and I think Elvara is just stunned and contemplative for a long time just after that first bite. But eventually I'll ask... Is this real? She looks at you. She smiles a moment and winks. Says, why shouldn't it be? I'll take another bite. I think you have a long road ahead of you, Ilavara. But you've already traveled so much of it. You have to remember to keep the past as you move forward. What's your name? Um, she looks you in the eyes, gives you another, uh, wry smile, and moments later, your 
you're blinking and you're in the light outside, sitting where you were. Where's my soup? (laughs) Outside by the statue. As taken kind of a shocked breath, like I had forgotten to breathe for several seconds. Mm Mm-hmm. Did you say the soup is actually outside with me? Hmm? Yeah, yeah, the soup is actually outside with you. A little wooden bowl and wooden spoon still in your lap. Still hot. I will stand up, knees slightly soggy and covered in grit from the floor, brush them off, hold my soup and look up at the statue, just in awe of her wisdom and feeling definitely feeling like that a weight is off my shoulders now all of that burden of feeling like a failure is feeling like it's sloughing off of me right then and I'll take a bite of the soup again and just finish the bowl let's switch gears and see what's popping at the First Bastion Mercenary Company headquarters. You'd entered the building and everything was in disarray, and notably the the magical protections on the grounds that usually required a First Bastion Mercenary Company signet ring to get through, they were broken down. So you were able to just walk in and see just the devastation, broken windows, things all over the floor, um, and the butler servant guy, a dead on the stoop, a sword next to him, just, it was used, but obviously not enough to save his own life. Uh, razor also dead, uh, where you left him sadly and Carpathius calling out to six, uh, that they were they were okay, but you know it seems like Carpathius is able to get Connie and Cheery into that side room where um, Master Spellwright's body was prepared by Hyacinth. Right, was prepared by Hyacinth for that uh, reincarnation ritual. So he was able to protect them all, but they look like they've all been through it. Um, and I believe uh, Carpathius would have would have told you. Uh, yeah, um, everyone else, they... Uh, yesterday they went to follow up on your trolls, right? So we didn't think... We thought it would be okay. I, I guess not. I don't know how they got in. That's um, my main concern at the moment. But they did, and they looked like you, so we are very, very lucky. And uh, he and Connie both have a few scratches on them. Shiri looks relatively unscathed, but scared. You know, this is like 12 years old or so, I think I said. So uh, it's a a spooky moment for her. Um, And that's where we left off. So what would you all like to do? Uh, Hyacinth is going to kind of walk around and check to see what's here and not here. Dravminnik puts down his stuff uh, in the front hallway wherever and just like takes it all in. Um, 
Because uh, he has not been here before. And he is in awe at this room, full of so many little trinkets from the first Bastion Mercenary Company over the years, right? The walls, uh, kind of like a, like a Cracker Barrel or an Applebee's, right? Just covered in these little bits from across time. And some, many, on the floor, burnt to a crisp, cratered, uh, but he's amazed. So what would you like to do? Six turns to Dermidnik and says, Ah, I imagine you'll be staying in the bathhouse. Let me take those things for you. (laughs) It's quite cozy once you get past the fact that it's a bathhouse. You'll have to sleep in a, a tub or on the floor, but it's not so bad. I doubt the tubs are large enough, but let's go see. Six is gonna <laughs> sort of uh <clears throat> with the suitcases head on over. Dermidink does not uh try to help <laughs> and goes up. Uh what are the other what are you two doing? I am waiting for the opportunity to arrive to talk to Hyacinth and Tava. I am just standing there, arms folded shooting daggers of both of them. Yeah, uh, where whereas Hyacinth is like doing a look around and categorizing and probably also just heading upstairs to see her space, uh, Teva just sits right down on whatever stool is available and not broken and just kind of takes a moment to sit and breathe. Uh, it You know that thing when you're just so tired that you um, can't not keep fighting to stay awake. Uh, that's kind of what the state that she's in at the moment. Hannah doesn't care. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Yor, what are you up to? I think they sort of wandered through the hall trying not to look at, you know, the things that aren't where they were as not destroyed and, you know, mm-hmm. this wonderful place and just sort of Heads towards, uh, um, Carp, Connie, and Cheery are all sort of huddled together still. Yeah, um, Connie and Cheery, I want to say that they moved from the, the room just across from the kitchen, uh, back into the kitchen to kind of just, you know, I'm, I'm sure Connie is doing a, let me make you a cup of tea. Um, just to, you know, doing, doing that, that older sister thing and, Trying to get Cheery to relax, take her mind off of this. Let's let's pretend like everything's a little bit okay. Okay, okay. So Carp is still down there. No, Carp, Carp is still down there. Um, Connie and Cheery are still down there. Let's put them all in the kitchen. I'm sure Carp tried to speak to Hyacinth, but was kind of waved away as she went to uh, do do her rounds. Like, essentially checking the perimeter. Um, should we start with Hannah? Yeah, when Hyacinth mm. comes back down after however long. Yeah. She's gonna just shoot her a look that says, we're going to talk about this right now. Okay. Well, and she looks to Teva and says, 
Would you like to speak privately? Oh, I was going to talk to both of you. It's fine. And I sits at the seat that you saw the first morning you were here, her seat, right next to where JT would sit at the head of the table and says, Well then, there was some tension yesterday, so let's have it out. In my role, as under captain, I often have to make a lot of difficult decisions. Do I send people off to fight, knowing an incursion might come? No, leaving, leaving my spot with less defenders, but a front line? Do I send them off knowing that they might die? All that I see in this current situation is not only ignorance, but arrogance of the city around you. Look what happened. You left everyone here with civilians, with people who could not fight, who could not defend. And look what happened. The lapse of one person led to the deaths of so many. If this happened to me, if I made this decision, this would eat me up forever. But look what happened. I would have to take responsibility for this. But no. I, I cannot understate how angry I am that this has been allowed to go on for so long that the First Bastion Mercenary Company has been keeping all of this, all of this information hidden from people you... I t- I'm astounded. I don't. Because of you. She direct, looking directly at Hyacinth. Mm-hmm. Hoarding this information. Acting in the shadows. Or whatever you call it. People are dead. And not just now. The library. The, the fort we first went to. These are all the actions of the First Bastion Mercenary Company. And direct, direct consequences of that. And Tava, the people who died here, are direct consequences of your actions. I have been with this company for three days. I've seen enough. When this is all over. You still have my help until then. When this is all over, I will be using every single pull that I have in this city to dismantle this company. And she's going to walk away. Can I say six? Can I say that six walks in at the time and hears that? And he's like, oh. Up to you, Lane, actually. He's not going to, like, button or anything. He's just surprised to hear it because he's been looking up to Hannah as, like, the leader. Mm-hmm. And now he's like, oh, no, she's going to leave and I have to choose between <laughs> the company <laughs> and my uncle. understand the situation. Completely. Okay. <laughs> 100%. Um... Tava. So she's just going to walk outside and just in the snow, just kind of sit down, close her eyes and just <sighs> just sit there. Mm-hmm. I guess Six is going to... Could Six go up to Hannah? I only heard the end of that. I mean, I knew you were going to chew them out, but are you really going to leave after all? After all of this? I feel like I need to stay with this until the end. But when it's over, I cannot let my conscience sit around while this company continues to exist. It's got to be dismantled. So many innocent people have died for nothing because of them in there. We could make it better. 
You can't. You can't make this sort of thing better. Look how many... Look how many people. Look at what they've done to do the reincarnation of one person. You can't fix that from within. Hmm. I don't know if there's... There's deeper, darker things at play here. Yes, maybe. Why are they keeping that information to themselves? Surely they know. Why did they send everyone out to deal with trolls, of all things? It's a level of irresponsibility that just... They've been led to do their own thing for too long. For their own devices, for their own needs, for their own whatever. And that's finally catching up to them. But it's not catching up to them, it's catching up to Razor. It's catching up to all the people who died in the library. It's catching up to... Do you see? They're not going to suffer consequences for this. The other people are. The library was partially my fault. We've talked about that. But the trolls... No one would have gone to deal with the trolls if I hadn't... If I hadn't taken a liking to them and made such a big deal out of it. So... That's not your fault. They could have said... You've seen the relative pull and influence and, quite frankly, combat abilities that some of the top brass people have here, right? They could have sent two people at most that they empty out the entire company for it. That's on them. That's not on you. I need to think about this, but... All I know is, if you leave, I don't know what's going to happen to the four of us. I'm here, I'm here until this all pans out. I, I can't just go in the middle of this. this. But like I said, once this is over, I, I can't allow this, this place to stand anymore. And I don't know, I feel tethered here. And I hope... I hope you know that doesn't doesn't reflect on my respect for you. He's gonna sort of stand up and walk away. You're still my friend? He's gonna look back and like sort of nod um, a lot because <laughs> he just is kind of having a hard time with words right now. And he's gonna sort of open the door and duck back inside. You can just tell he's, like, full of emotion. Uh, as you duck back inside, um, surprised you didn't hear her because she's just so tall, but Hyacinth uh, follows behind you and ducks out and see if she can uh, stand next to uh, Hannah on the patio, on the porch, in the cold. And uh, she just says gently, Will you hear me? Sure. I know I'm not a perfect soldier. And I'm trying to be a good friend, at least. I I come from a long line of druids. Um, I'm the first of my whole circle to join the mercenary company. Because I believe in what we do. And I... But we've been fractured. And it's not just because Halros is laying in there. It's not just because I'm a master treehawker without a master oracle. It's... It's something else. We've lost sight of something, and... I think nothing has 
made that more obvious than than you seeing us at at our worst. One day, Halrose asked me if I knew how to bring his friend back from whatever lies between our time on tour and what's beyond, and that was the previous Master Treewalker. He died saving... I, I can't even count it. And afterwards, um... Afterwards, he, he left. He, he left to on a ship and to start his own circle somewhere else. But when we finally finished the ritual, he came back different and we spoke and he retired and gave me this opportunity to change the world and make it better. And maybe there are better ways I can do that. I'm trying to keep all of these people together and they keep falling through my fingers, Hannah. And I think what I'm asking for, I think I need a little help. And maybe, maybe that is an understatement. But for now, that's what I'm saying. She just sits there looking out over the city for a while. Clearly clearly not telling Hyacinth to leave, but very much looking like she's trying to form, form the words in her head. Before just still not looking directly at her. Saying, I said I'm with you until this all ends, right? But I don't believe you're a bad person, far from it. And to an extent, I don't think anyone here is. I think that might be the point, right? We're people. Just people. And maybe what we've asked of ourselves is something... More than that. More than we can do. Being insular is not the way to fix this. I'll try to think of other ways. She uh, gives you a moment and goes back inside. I'm so... Yeah. Why? Uh, Can we um, move to six... Yep. Okay, cool. I think he's like sulking around a bit now. Like in the kitchen or something. I don't know. Wait, let me look at the map. Oh, if you're in the kitchen, Connie will offer to make you a cup of tea. Connie made me a cup of tea? Yeah, Connie will offer at least. Um, yes, thank you. That would be... That would be... Great. Uh, he's just sort of sitting at the table then, I think. Sort of, uh, like, scratching a bit at the table. I think maybe, is it an older table? Yeah, yeah, basically everything here is an antique. Would you say that there's, like, you know how, like, in, um... Oh, like, scratch graffiti? Yeah. Yeah, we're on the same page. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he finds like a little bit of scratch graffiti and he's just tracing it with his claw. Mm-hmm. Wondering when it was made and who made it idly. Yeah, Carpathius comes in and um, goes to, uh, helps Connie and reaches something off a high shelf for her. Says, Am I in here too? Oh, oh you sorry. can be, yeah. Okay. 
Um, Kiri cannot take her eyes off six. Like, just kind of, uh, um, frozen, scared. And, uh, unless you want to say something, she is going to just, um, make her way outside. Just kind of um, slip away. <laughs> can I just, like, roll, I guess, to figure out if six would notice? Yeah, uh, give me an insight. Okay. This is the first time I've ever asked to roll something. I feel like. I appreciate it. (laughs) But, like, right now, I'm like, would he? Wouldn't he? I don't know. Insight. Eight. (laughs) Probably Mm. not. Yeah. He's just staring down at the table and his hands. Mm -hmm. You think you see a familiar handwriting, but nope. Nope, to Nathaniel um, does his L's with a little bit extra bit of a loop. So, can't <laughs> be that. Attention is elsewhere. Yes. Though I do wonder, out of character, I'm like, wondering about Cherry. But, yeah. God damn it, Six. Six, did, uh, did Terminic like the bathhouse room? <laughs> Lizzie. <laughs> I would imagine not, but what did you he know. think of the bathhouse room? He probably thinks it's painfully small approximation of uh, that probably muttered something about how my living quarters keep getting smaller and smaller. This is not <laughs> And six probably like uh like empathized with him as like Cause like one of his, uh, I think his trait. Let me look. It's like uh, <laughs> on his character. You're right. It's like I forgot. <laughs> right. It says, um, "I don't like to get my hands dirty, and I won't be caught dead in unsuitable accommodations." And yet he has, and he hasn't died. So that probably needs to change a bit. But <laughs> he probably is just like empathizing a little bit, but at the same time, like. Being like, oh yeah, I've I'm so world weary now. I've slept in a bathtub. <laughs> Look at me. Dominic <laughs> <laughs> essentially sleeps in a hot tub, so you know. True. Aren't there any snails here yet? We can bring snails. Anyway, yeah, uh, no, anyway, <laughs> six probably says to your. Um, he was not impressed, as I'm sure you can imagine, uh, considering. His previous lodgings. But I told him. I got used to it. Sure he could too. (laughs) This one night. (laughs) Yes, but it was a third of the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Felt like a very long time. Anyway. (laughs) Yes. I feel uh, at this point... A bit awkward, because I don't know... Mm-hmm. I feel like Six isn't really doing anything. So if you want to go to Yor and Cheery, because I feel like Six is just sort of moping around right now. Yeah, that's fair. I don't want to, like, push him. Nor did you want to catch up with Cheery? Oh, yeah. To- or if there's something else that Yor wanted to do. They just want to know how everyone's doing. <laughs> Just checking in with everyone. 
No one's super yeah. good, but um, we're going to ask anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Carpathius looks like he has not slept. Uh, no. Connie also looks like she has not slept. Just like full bags under the eyes. Need to make a, a strong mate this morning situation. I can also, I mean, if uh, if Izzy, if you're not ready to go, I could try to prod six in some direction. I don't know yet, though. I'm still thinking about it. I mean, do you want me to do it? Because I can prod six. That <laughs> yeah, is, if you can prod six, true. that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> that is, by uh, by some people's definitions, what I should be doing. <laughs> yeah, because right now he's just being mopey. Yeah, so six. Uh, Carpathius um, has some tea, and it's it's quiet in the kitchen after Sheer runs out the back door. It's it's Connie and Carpathius just kind of enjoying each other's quiet for a moment, enjoying a moment of peace after what is undoubtedly a very busy evening and night and morning. Um, and after a few moments, Carpathius says. Um, Six, would you would you join me in the library? I have something I need to speak to you about. Certainly. And he gets up and uh, proceeds to the library. And he holds the door open for Carpathius to walk in. Mm-hmm. After you, of course. And uh, he shuts the door behind, just checks over his shoulder and says, Um... I think it's possible that uh, Teva may have may have opened the may have undid the protections. I suspect it. I knew it. I mean, um, <laughs> oh, what makes you what makes you think that? Uh, he sits down in Tabitha Daniel's chair and. And, uh, you know, the rolly chair just spins around in it and says quietly, A few nights ago, I noticed Teva going out sometimes in the evening, and I shouldn't have, but... But? I noticed that she... Sometimes Tabithaniel leaves the things around. You know, um... He leaves his ring around. Everyone else has one. Why would he need to be responsible? I'm just saying, one time, one time I, I wanted to know how it worked. So I, um, I did it for myself. And, and it's actually fairly easy once you have the ring on to just open the... Gate and close the gate, but other than that, it's, um, no, you can't see in, can't get in. One time, I even tried to just, like, throw stuff over the fence. Nope. Bounce right off. Funny thing, though, you can just get out, which I think is related to, um, some sort of fire, uh, code of the city, but... That would make sense. 
well, the fire code thing, and the fact that it was probably an inside job. That said... But what makes you think it's Teva? Just that she's been going out at night? You know, maybe she likes the nightlife. Maybe she likes to boogie. You know? I like to boogie sometimes. Do you like to boogie? No, I'm not very good at boogieing. I don't know what Teva does with her free time. I just don't know if, um, if it's going to be a problem. I don't know. Well, there's a lot I don't know, but she, uh, I mean, we were practically overrun with these monsters, and, um, from the time they came in to the time I was able to get my spell off, Teva, she ripped through them, and I don't know if that's something someone would do if they were an ally. Could you tell me what exactly happened from from the start? Because I I have only heard fragments mm-hmm. at this point. I feel like if it's not too uh, freshly traumatic. No, it's fine. So I you know I could do with all. It's it's uh yeah. Sometime in the middle of the night. Uh, we were suddenly overrun by these terrible, terrible creatures. Um, different kinds, right? Some were little bug things, and some were like hairless apes with long, dripping ears. And um, there was this creature made of chain. It was... Uh, they tore through it. I don't know how else to explain. It's like a... Like a... Uh, like a tornado. And... Um... Gosh, we were lucky to... to there, was, there was a warning bell, so we were able to get out of our beds, and um, I brought the girls into the back room because I didn't know if they were here for Halvers. Was it a magical warning bell, or did someone ring it? No, I I think Barnabas set it off. The butler? Well, he does more than that, did, did more than that, but... So he was alive at that point in time? Yes. Okay. Well, why don't you suspect Barnabas of opening... of opening the field... Well, it's not that I spy on people, Six. It's, it's okay. that Barnabas I'm... is extremely boring. <laughs> oh, well, let's not, um, let's not sully the dead, but... Right, no, yes. It, it's fine fellow on all accounts. Yes. Very loyal. Very, uh, valiant... Death. Right. He, yes. Well, Teva is not boring, I take it, then. I just don't know where she goes. 
And that's saying something. I know where... That is true. I have had for some time, you know, sort of feeling that she is too perfect. I thought I was just being immature, but maybe it all makes sense. Maybe it's not just my envy of her as my rival, as my fellow apprentice of my uncle. Perhaps she really is up to something, and there's a reason why she seems so good at everything. No one can be that good at everything. Interesting. Um, He starts picking up some books off the ground, just idly cleaning up the space and uh, one scrolls away and it's it I mean this is like the aftermath of an earthquake right like this is just a mess it's, well oh, thank you for um, hearing me out well, yes thank you for telling me um, thank you for entrusting me with this information um I don't know, how was... By the way, your... is it inappropriate to talk about the ball that's upcoming at this point? I know you've been through a lot. Oh, I forgot about that, right. Are you going with anyone? Oh, sex, I don't even get an invitation. You did? Oh, good, because I thought I would need to find another plus one if I asked you, because... You already got an invitation in my mind, I had thought, so I I wasn't sure who else I would ask. Um, Will you go with me to the ball? He stands up from where he was um, picking up a book. I, um, oh. You don't Um, have to boogie or anything. We could just sit at the sidelines and be cool together. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I, Six, do you promise no boogieing? No boogieing. I swear on my family's name. Uh, he goes to give you like a it's a deal handshake and whispers yeah, you don't need to swear on their name. <laughs> yes. And he takes his hand and shakes it back, says, All right. Well, this has been a good talk, given me a lot to think about, and a lot to look forward to. Uh, good day, Carpathius. And he's gonna do, like, a little bow. <laughs> and um, also he's going to say, And I'm sorry for... All that you've gone through in the past 24 hours. Um, I don't know what else to say about that, but I'm sorry. That's fine. You know, like I said, uh, it's uh, just, a, just a bunch of assholes. Yeah, just a bunch of assholes. All right. Bye. <laughs> he's going to leave the library because he's in a hurry to leave now. <laughs> That six does not help put the books back. (laughs) (laughs) You are you follow Cheery outside, I guess. Oh well, well, Connie's right there, so I feel like that. Oh yes, (laughs) quickly get like a. (laughs) That's a good idea. That's fair. Yeah, we're just kind of 
awkwardly approaches Connie and uh, tries to get her attention. And um, well, <laughs> this is probably a question with a uh, an obvious answer, but um, well, are you okay? Is Cheery okay? Do you think it'd be a good idea to talk to her? I know she has a lot of support, but I just uh, I, c- I can't help but wanna see how she's doing, you know? Um, yeah, I've just got any books in the Um, just very tired. It's just like, yeah, it's been a night. It's, I don't think she's really dealt with this type of thing before, but yeah, she could, I'm fine. I'm fine, actually. Um, but she could use a little, um, Cheering. <laughs> Yours just like, I didn't ask about you. <laughs> no, you wouldn't be like that. <laughs> also, your appreciates a good pun, so I yeah, bet that's why like, I caring. <laughs> <laughs> like, they didn't want to do it because it's someone's name. Yeah. <laughs> well, she, she's the sister, so she can do it. Yes. She's You're like, yes. Mm-hmm. more than allowed. Yeah, they're like secretly like, yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs> but like, put the cheer back in cheery. Did I ever say a Connie short for? I don't think so. No. Anyway, that's cool. <gasps> yeah, so, um. <gasps> I need yeah. to know. I thought it was short for Conifred. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I don't know. <gasps> Whatever what? Connie is short, Constance, I don't know. <laughs> like, Conifred. Winifred, but with Connie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you need to be stopped. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe I do. I'll stop myself. Maybe. Here and now. What? Quick. So don't offend anyone. Like, what if, what if, you know? What if we have a Conifred? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyone who listens, his name, name is Colin Afraid. Oh, I love it. This is why a DM should never write anything new and just let everyone else write your campaign for you. Because no matter what you write, will never be as wonderful as Conifred. Well, I want to know what her name actually is doing. <laughs> Don't change your name now. I, I I won't change your name. It's not Conifred, okay. but no one's asked so far. Good. So uh, that's just a big old secret. I'm searching on Twitter <laughs> for Conifred. <laughs> I'm mum. Oh, there is a at Conifred on Twitter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> whose name is who shortened her name to Connie excellent this is very oh good god. I'm really glad that they're appearing in this podcast I really hope it's a real oh my god. it's an okay account and not like <laughs> something else okay yeah so <laughs> so Connie had headed outside um, just kind of in the snow sitting on a box outside oh. staring at the little garden Covered in some Wait, cheery, you mean? Cheery, yes. I meant cheery. Not Conifred. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and you are, um, you head out and she's, uh, hey. Hi. Uh, 
Do you mind if I join you? Okay. She scoots over on the crates. There's room and brushes some snow off. Oh, thank you. That's very generous. How was your trip to Higglethorpe? Ah, well, Higglethorpe is very nice. They have uh, the Silvershine apples. I got to try one, and uh, it's very lovely there. And then a lot of things happen, but... Yeah. I I really want to go someday. Um, and I will. I will go someday. Good. Yeah, it was, it was, um, it was busy. It was busy here, but, uh, yeah, a bit weird. Goes back to staring at the snow. You're, um, when things get scary, uh, what do you do? Hmm. Well, I, uh, there's a lot of things that you can do, um, just sort of think about some of the nice things that you have or have had or, you know, things that'll bring you joy no matter what's going on and rely on the people and things that are around and trying to do your best. Yeah. I want to do this. I want to do this someday and... I don't care who hears it, but I'm going to be really good at it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to train, and I'm going to read all the books that um, Carp says I need to read. And but it's um, it you know it's it's and she she trails off and looks in the snow. It's like I don't know. What about Connie, or, sorry, wow, I'm doing it now. Yeah. Um, what about Chiri right now? She takes a sec and she, she thinks, thinks and she says, Well, everything was exciting and scary and, and I'm happy to be around Connie and Carp and you and that makes it less scary. Oh, that's good. And I mean, there's nothing wrong with thinking about what's, you know, making things kind of difficult. Even just before last night, I mean, there's uh, Master Spellright and uh, things going on here and in the city and all over. And my not dad. To, not to spook you, kiddo. No, and it's... Yeah. And- and my my dad's still missing, and um, you know, I just I wish he could have been here last night, but um, and I wish that I could do everything he does. And she just looks out and smiles. Oh, I wish he could have been there too, and all please, please soon, right? Yeah, yeah. Was Connie, was Cheery there when you mentioned the dream? Uh, they, yeah, right? Didn't she perk up? And I think they were so. like, if anyone knows how to find him, they were like, yeah. maybe Cheery. Yeah. <laughs> so d- she'll just look and smile at you and say, 
Well, I know he's okay because he was able to send you a dream, and that means that everything's going to be fine. I'll let you know if we see him again. I know he wanted our help, but we're uh, not saving the world. (laughs) (laughs) If if I knew what to do, I'd do it. I know. (laughs) Uh, Can you do me a favor, though, and tell Connie and Carp to not be so... I can do a lot, you know? Like, I can... I can help. Um, yeah. Yeah, of course. Uh, I remember what's like... Being a kiddo, and... I mean, I don't think I... Could do quite as much in the same way. She looks at you and sounds like... You are never a kid. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I wasn't. (laughs) <laughs> Maybe you're right. I concede from nowhere. New your lord just dropped. Yeah. <laughs> formed. Formed. Fully formed, formed from fully a flower. <laughs> yes. Thumbelina <laughs> style. They could be cryptic and say that uh, yours truly was never. Maybe your is sweetening's familiar. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. What a twist. <laughs> um, um, and it's um, uh, unless you have anything else to say. Uh, yeah, well, they, they uh, agreed to do as she asked, and uh, um, they asked, like, Hey, Cherry, uh, do you like animal friends? Yeah. Who doesn't? Yeah, Yeah, right? Okay. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) so I have this fact that, um, a close friend of mine gave me to help keep me safe, and I know that, well, here, it, uh, <laughs> they take the bag of tricks out, and it's, according to description, it looks empty unless you, like, get the thing out of it. So, show the bag that is empty, like a good, proper magician. <laughs> the, in this bag is a friend of mine. <laughs> Your that bag is empty. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> There's an, a, a kid who's like seen too much, and they're looking at you like you are. That bag, that bag is completely empty. <laughs> you are. I'm not a kid. <laughs> right, right. But I take out the one of the little white balls, and they huck it, and out comes a friend. <laughs> Roll for friends. Making a friend. <laughs> Roll for friends. Out of eight. Yeah. It's gonna be a friend. It's gonna be... Oh my god, is it the badger again? Yeah! yeah. Lazo just wants to be a badger. Yeah. Lazo! Little, little badger in a little cute little outfit. Yeah, uh, Cheery's... Uh, she, she jumps for a second and goes, that's amazing! 
Um, like she she yells out to the point where Connie appears at the door, <laughs> like basically like with a spoon. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Connie, what you gotta do with the spoon? Beat <laughs> whatever the hell. Scratch your eyes out. Uh, yeah. And gets up and starts. They start running after each other in the snow. Yay! Oh, oh good. Yay! I'm gonna draw that later. Aww, yeah. Aww. You know the 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 kind of loping gait that a that a badger has is super cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You like duck in the snow, like like shuffle the snow bits, <laughs> and then like pounce off, like yeah. Oh, they'll, they'll leave footprints all around. Yeah. Um, and Connie just says to me, you're amazing. Aw. He was like, what? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Who? Actually, it's yours truly. <laughs> and uh, I think that's where we're going to wrap up. Yay. Three vastly different tone. Yeah. Yeah. Four. Four, actually. <laughs> four of, the four of them. Know. We got four, and they're all super different, and I love each and every one of them. Oh my god, these characters are amazing. Yeah. We just tale of bossing said. <laughs> we did. We did. I did it. I can. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can uh, uh, turn in my my bingo card for DMing now. I can just... uh... No, that was... I really liked that. That was really good. Sitting Snow is part of Novi Studios and takes place in the the setting of Lanamora ages before the events of the Legends of Lanamora podcast. To find more Sitting Snow content, share your thoughts or predictions, or keep up with the silliness, check out the Twitter account Sitting Snow. Thank you again to my wonderful, fabulous players. How can people find you all? Hey, I'm Izzy. I can be found at Squishy Night on Twitter or Linktree. This is Anna. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Unruly Cryptid. Hi, this is Miranda. You can find me at Brotato Farm on Twitter and itch.io and other places. They didn't find the body, for, so for now I'm still lame. <laughs> and you can find me at Line the Order on Twitter. The gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> uh, and you can find me at L-I-C-Y underscore B-R, that's Lizzie Burr, on Twitter, where I retweet media memes at this point. Let's be real. Oh, and possum memes. Possum memes are important. Everyone loves possums. To check out more shows and streams from Novi Studios, visit novistudio.io. That's N-O-V-I studio.io. That's all from us. Thank you very much. Ta-ta for now. Bye.